This show was first broadcast on Free FM 89.0, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access radio station. For more information on our station and our wide range of programs, visit freefm.org.nz. The Access Internet Radio app is out now. Tune into Free FM. Keep tabs on the latest podcast episodes to stream or download. Search our content by language or category. You can even check out our colleagues at 10 other New Zealand community access radio stations. Grab it now from Apple's App Store or Google Play. Install, launch, and select Free FM from the stations listed. The Access Internet Radio app, your portal to Free FM's great independent community media content. Always look forward to this part of not just the show, but of the week. Catching up with uh, Max Christofferson uh, on the show. It's the burning dumpster of a radio show. With that explanation for that name will be a whole new story. Good morning, mate. Good morning, Mr Bunting. Good morning. Hey, a beautiful day over in the bay, is it, or how is it today? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, it's been a couple of good days, but uh, we're bracing for this cold. It's going to come through. So I've yeah. enjoyed the spring and the first early suntan, you know, sunburned things, but... I tell you what was amazing was over at Wangamatawa, we've seen the influx of people over the weekend. It must have oh, been yeah, 20, 30,000 people coming in, and that changes the place remarkably. I bet. So, uh, yeah, happy, happy to, to get back to quiet times. But, yeah, you can see what tourists bring to that town, which is a lot of money. Wangamatawa, it means Hamilton by the sea. It sure does. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> hey, um, what a, what a, speaking of hot, it's been hot down in Wellington. I mean, the, the whole Jamie Lee Ross thing, what a soap opera. What an incredible drama. Um, how frightening is that? How frightening is that whole thing? Yeah, I think there's some questions that come out of it and not necessarily the obvious ones about whether Bridges is going to be rolled or who's going to lead the National Party. But I actually began to look at it thinking, you know, many years ago I was shoulder tapped to represent the Labour Party in Ham East. Mm -hmm. And I thought about it and thought, A, I don't have the skills necessary and I don't really want the private intrusion uh, or intrusion into my private life. And so I thought about it for about five minutes over a cup of tea and thought, no, it really isn't me because I would go down to Wellington believing I could make a difference and want to change things for the better. But ultimately, you, you deal with politics. And I think what mm. we saw last week was politics. And that, to me, yeah. is the downside of any major institution is you've got to play this adversarial game. And so I, I feel sorry for almost all of the people involved in that one because I could see that there were some issues that were perhaps being used as evidence against Jamie Lee Ross and it was getting pretty ugly. Mm. But one of the questions I've got for you, Mark, is that the same dynamic of people you know, bitching and whining and moaning about people behind their backs. I mean, I lived in an academic institution for a long time, and man, I can tell you, academic politics, that makes the National Party look like beginners. <laughs> uh, yeah, and man, same, it's, yeah. it's the same with it's corporate politics. Stuff. We've all been, you know, we've all had this, I remember in commercial radio, corporate politics was a shocker. It's, you know, yeah. who gets on with her. You know, I used to work with a person, um, and I won't mention names at all, but uh, but uh, she played the game so well. I think her godfather, the godfather of one of her kids was the programming manager for one of the networks and the godfather of the other kid was a programming manager for another network. You know, that's how they played the game. And yeah. uh, and talent and uh, and all that kind of stuff just didn't come into it. And you would stress about that and it would burn you up inside and you'd tell yourself, this doesn't matter. This doesn't matter, but it does. And yeah. it does your head. Yeah. Now, here's the difference with... Well, it, it, well, here's a similarity and the difference. The similarity is the same thing is going on, but that's all that's going on in politics. And the difference is it's amplified because it's a blood sport in New Zealand. You know, we, we watch this stuff on TV because of this diet of reality TV we've had. And here is Jamie Lee Ross 
coming out with a smooth as meltdown in front of everybody. Uh, National playing to the playing to the audience. Um, you know, you'd have to say masterfully. And now the 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 horrible twist where he's 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 carted off to a you know a mental mental institution over the the weekend, and now everybody's wringing their hands, going, "Poor Jamie, poor Jamie." It's like a bad script. Yeah. It's terrible, and there are real yeah. people involved. Oh, yuck. And I think that's the issue for me. Is And as the scenario unfolded, I saw some columns published by Duncan Garner and various others that were twisting the knife even further. Mm, mm. And they came out the day after uh, Jamie Lee Ross uh, had been put in for medical treatment. And I think for me what that sort of illustrated also was that the media was going for it, the politicians were going for it, and yep. a lot of the people looking yep. at comments from afar on Facebook and elsewhere, it was all spectator sport. Yep. Married at first sight wasn't delivering, but the National Party was. <laughs> and, and so everyone was having a crack at it, thinking, you know, this is just blood sport and a bit of fun, but they're real people. Yeah, and it does yeah. take you back to local body politics here in Hamilton. Uh, yeah, and you yeah. think about the people that are brave enough to stand for councils, and they must go through the same thing. I'm sure you've seen that for yourself firsthand. Oh, you do. So my, my, you know, my kudos goes out to the politicians who are far braver than I ever was to take up a role and believe that they can make a difference and do it for the right reason and leave the politics aside, and that must be pretty damn hard. Well, you got to, and this is where you look at Andrew King, for example. I mean, you can tell, well, if he's there for the popularity, he's not doing that very well. Um, you know, he's there because he wants to do a certain thing. He's probably, you know, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm closer to it, but, you know, and, and, and I like Andrew as a person, but it would be fair to argue that he's not one of our more popular mayors. But he's certainly been one of our more dramatic with the kind of things he's brought in. You look at your likes of your Dave McPherson, who's who's all about. Yes, he's a, he's a master politician. He knows what buttons to push. He knows when to pull back, etc. But he's all about the you know, getting stuff done and making a difference in the city. And then there are other politicians. Some have been there for a long time who are just there to get re-elected. But this is, I mean, this is that was the topic of, of last week. You know, and it, I, I just can't imagine living like that. I cannot imagine living on, how what people think about you on Facebook. I can't imagine it. It, 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 I tell you what, it's, it's a tough one because to a certain extent, I, I've gone through that myself. There's a, a letter to the editor today in the Waikato Times making comments about the column I wrote about gangs a couple yeah. of weeks ago. Yeah. And it's interesting, at one stage when I was much younger, if someone had written a negative comment about me publicly, I would have cringed and crawled into the corner and died quietly. Yeah. But as I've, as I've got older and I think I'm more assured in what I think and how I want to try to communicate some of those ideas, the more able I am to say, well, look, if you don't like that one, I'm going to write something else next week yeah. and see if you like that one. The, so uh, yep. it's... You know, there's a, there's a lack of not necessarily personal investment in it, but I'm not going to take offence by raising an idea. And if someone looks at the idea, that's all I'm really interested in. And, and someone did, so that's fantastic. It's when but yeah, my, my heart goes out to politicians at the yeah, moment, Mark, and you're yeah. one of them, so yeah, keep doing the, the right thing. Mate, it's, it's when you get to the point with, with your columns and, and with people being reporters that you actually do it deliberately for that reaction. You get, deliberate, you get addicted to that reaction. That's when I think you've got to step off the bus for a while. You know, I think we saw that last week. Mm, I, I really mm. think there were some political reporters who actually took a little bit of pleasure in watching the circus unfold. And I think now what we need to look at is, does everyone need to take a bit of a step back from yeah. what's been going down? And that includes local body politics. If you look at Levin, uh, I think it's Horofanua down there, if memory serves. They've got a uh, council down there where one of the members is taking a camera in with him to make sure that if there's any abuse, it's caught on camera. Yes. A little pen camera. Uh, and it was reported last week, I think, on uh, Seven Sharp. 
Yeah. Uh, and that's the uh, Levin uh, Horofanua Council, I think, uh, down there. And it's just an absolute quagmire of infighting. And yeah. uh, I wonder what work they can do when it's that bad that someone has to take oh. a camera and to make sure they don't get in trouble. You've just reminded me of a hideous story. Can I tell you this true account of something that happened to me probably about a year ago? Yeah, um, go for it. There is, uh, there is a, a member of council. Um, who I was talking with and, you know, was reasonably friendly with. Um, and I had been talking to a constituent, right? And, you know, about, uh, I think it was about the 10-year plan. And I said, look, here's my views. Here's what's happening. Here's why I think this is happening, blah, 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 blah. And I knew that this person was friends with the councillor. And so I said to the councillor, hey, I just had a conversation, um, you know, with, with this friend of yours. And you know, you know what they said? They said, I know, I was there. What? Yeah, they were listening in. Ugh. How creepy Good is that? <laughs> oh my God. Wow. There's lots more on TV. <laughs> oh, yeah, it happens, mate. There's, there's some Machiavellian stuff that goes on in there. And I, I guess, I, you know, look, what am I complaining about? It's been going on for the history of time, isn't it? Yeah, Since yeah. way back in those days. Look, you, you've got to make this final point, though, and I think it's a, it's a critical one because it draws the line in the sand. I think there's a difference between holding people accountable in elected positions for the work and the ideas that they do. Like, Andrew King uh, has brought in individual, I think, ideas, and I think he will be a one-term mayor. And he's going to do the things that he wants to do. The issue for me with that is is that you need to have the mandate from the people. Mm. And on some of the things that Andrew has done, I'm not convinced necessarily that he has had that. Nonetheless, I support any initiative uh, that is put forward in front of the people in this, and there is a, a mandate to go forward and make it happen. Yep. And I think the issue here is is there's a difference between holding elected officials accountable and just giving them crap. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what happened last week, oh, I think. Yeah, and, and it happens between elected officials as well. In fact, I think, um, you know, and this certainly is the, isn't the Mark Bunting councillor show, but, uh, but I can tell you yesterday uh, I made some sort of speech about something and said, look, it's all very well to bag these ideas and bag this and bag that and run onto Facebook and you know, and, and bag it in front of all your, you know, your your echo chamber type fans. But where's your idea? Where's your idea? It's meant to be a yep. competition of ideas, isn't it? Isn't it meant to be the best idea wins? At least you've got to put up an idea. <laughs> you know, oh, that's what we're there to. Uh, don't start me. Don't start me. I will not be calm. Hey, <laughs> you know, that's, it's a good point. Uh, one of the things I learned many years ago is that the the creation of ideas that are implementable, that are doable, that are fundable, that work, is one of the hardest things that you can do. And for me, that contest of ideas is a thing that I think is lacking in many of the councils around the country. And I think the important thing is not whether you win or lose on the idea, but the fact that you generate ideas. I said this to my students many times over many years. Sometimes a bad idea is a great idea that's just in the wrong place at, at the, the wrong, wrong time. time. That's very good yeah. teaching. Great teaching, mate. You'll be inspiring. Hey, listen, we've got to move on. Thank you very much. Lovely to catch up. We didn't even talk about what we are going to talk about because we got so excited. Uh, we'll just <laughs> sign up a good conversation. All the best to you, mate. Enjoy the sun over there. Yeah, you're right. There's some rain yet. Rain are coming for about a week, so uh, hunker oh, down. Wow. All right, mate. Okay, well done. Thank you. Good on you, Max. Cheers. Bye-bye. For more episodes of this Community Access Radio Show, please visit freefm.org.nz. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this podcast possible by funding the Access Internet Radio Project.